It's Divas That Care Radio. Stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Divas That Care. My name is Candice Gish. If this is your very first time tuning into the Divas That Care, a huge welcome. We've been doing this now for over 13 years, and we're listening to in over 30 countries around the world, and we're so excited that you've joined us today. For all of our returning listeners, thank you so much. We have a great guest for you today. We're going to be actually interviewing an honorary diva here, so I'm so excited. Mark Horrendous is going to be our guest today. And um, I'm so excited to kind of get to know him. I've had the opportunity to chat with him over the phone, but I think he's going to surprise you guys today, and we're going to have a lot of fun. So welcome to the show, Mark. Hey, Candice. It's great to be here. Thank you for having me on the show, and I feel honored to be a, uh, a diva that cares today. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, I'm so excited to be chatting with you today. Mark, would you mind kind of doing a little bit of an introduction about yourself, where you're from, the things you like to do? I would gladly do that. Uh, I am a Los Angeles native, born and raised. I also attended the University of Southern California in uh, downtown Los Angeles. Um, I immediately got into commercial real estate right after school, but when I speak commercial, I'm talking about high-rise office buildings and luxury retail centers. I did that for, I don't know, about 10, 10 plus years and then decided I wanted to uh, go to Hollywood and be an entertainment uh, uh, agent, a talent, a literary or talent agent. So I started in the mailroom at United Talent Agency, making 350 a week after leaving a career in commercial real estate where I was making about a, a little over $100,000 per year. So my parents thought I was crazy, and, uh, but I was passionate about wanting to get into entertainment which then uh, eventually led me into becoming a literary manager and representing screenwriters and directors. Uh, from there, I pivoted into the television side of the business and ran a national uh, ad sales team for Fox Television Network and American Idol. And then after a seven-year run with them, they packaged about 25% of us out, and it was, you know, it's bittersweet, and that's what businesses do, and we get it. At, uh, at that time, I decided to launch a career in luxury residential real estate in the Beverly Hills office, uh, in the Beverly Hills market, I should say. And here I am. Oh, my gosh. Well, what a journey. That's actually quite amazing. And what do I – oh, I left off the part – sorry, I left off the part what I like to do. I love music. <laughs> I love to I love to listen to music. I love to – uh, I'm, I'm learning how to DJ very slowly and, and, and not very good at it, but I, I, I love putting together mixes. I play the guitar and I sing. I take vo- voice lessons. My son is 12 years old, and he's already passed me up as a guitar player because he's been playing since with, with a coach since he was about six, maybe five, <laughs> and he's 12 now. So I feel uh, a little bit more intimidated playing around him these days because he's so good. And, <laughs> I love that. Um, and I live in the Hollywood Hills with my wife, Esther, and my son, Lennon, who I just mentioned. He's named after John Lennon. And so that's what I like. I like music, and I love being with my family and travel and good food and all that good stuff. 
Oh, my gosh, that is wonderful. I love hearing stories like that. I guess it would be, in a lot of ways, the American dream, isn't it? You know, to have, to do the things that you're enjoying and to living life to the fullest. And it sounds like you're doing that. 100%. 100%. Sounds like you're doing it, too. You know what? I am. I love the things that I do. And, you know, I don't have any boys, but I do have four daughters, and I always call them the divas. So I uh, I love that. It's, it's amazing. Good girl mom. Love it. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me, you've you've now transitioned back, you said, into the luxury real estate. And um, so you've kind of come full circle in, in the things that you've done. So tell me a little bit about that, why you decided to reinvest yourself into that market and what it's like. So once, um, once I left Fox, um, I, um, Lennon was probably around four or five years old. And having just done the corporate thing and really being on the on the treadmill of, of corporate America, if you will, um, I wanted to do something that uh, where I could make a, a good living and something that afforded me the luxury of of having time to you know attend some of Lennon's uh, school events, recitals, shows, etc. And, uh, and, you know, when you're in, in corporate America and you're, you're running an ad sales team, it's just, it's hard to get away, right? I mean, you know, people are like, where's, where's Mark? Or why, why is Mark not here at 4 p.m. or whatever, you know? So um, anyway, I decided, what can I do? Or I asked myself, what can I do where I can make a good living, have the luxury of having time with my son and, uh, and, and watching him grow and, and based on the sphere of influence or the not to use an old term, but the Rolodex that I had of people all over Los Angeles, California, and the nation, um, I decided use putting putting that network to to work at, as potential clients and uh, you know uh, buyers, sellers, renters of real estate. I figured that that was really the best avenue to take uh and uh i i I re what do you call it re-invoked my license if you will um because it had expired from the back in the days when i did commercial real estate so i I took the courses and and studied again for the exam uh passed it and then the rest is history and and that was what seven and a half years ago and absolutely absolutely love love what i do and i i love the fact that i you know i can provide for the family and i have the time with my family and with lennon and uh and and able to travel and do business anywhere in the in 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 the country if not the world um i I made it one of the largest deals of my life um a couple of years ago i made from uh about an hour south of amsterdam where my wife's family lives and uh um, so I, I, I love the, the freedom and the space that I have and the time, and, and that's, that's, that's the answer. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, I think it's wonderful, and I really love how you were stressing the time because a lot of people, I don't, they might not understand that, that feeling of being able to spend time with our families because, you know, they, unfortunately they have to work the 9 to 5 or the 9 to 10. You know, it's really busy yeah. days. A lot of people work 10, 16-hour days because that's what they have to do. But that time freedom, there's nothing in the world like it. And when you can find a type of position out there that you have can do that, there's nothing like it. And I've always stressed that. That's kind of what I've been doing for all these years, too. 
I agree. And, you know, someone once told me this, and it, and it really resonated, Candice. It's, you know, at the end of the day, that's really all we have. I mean, our time, right? Mm-hmm. You can never get that back. Um, I mean, you could, you could make millions and somehow lose it all, right? And you can come back and rebuild. But once time has passed, it's gone. So it's how, gone. how do we take advantage of that every day? Because we don't know what tomorrow may bring. And uh, and really maximize the the use uh, of of our time to essentially make us happy, right? Yes, I love it, and especially when we have younger children too. We want to spend those times because, you know, in a blink of the eye, they're adults. And I now have two. Of my oldest are now graduated from high school and they're in college. And I think, oh my gosh, you know, those years went by so quickly. And and I appreciate the moments that I did have and the adventures that we did have as a family because. Now they're on their own adventures. Exactly. They grow way too quickly, right? Blink of the eye, and next thing you know, like they're in middle school and then high school and then college, and, <laughs> and they're gone. Let's relish every, every minute of it. Tell me, Mark, <laughs> what is the real estate market like in the United States? What is it like in California right now? I know in Canada, you know, it's up and down. How does it work for you, and how, how are you navigating through those waters? You know, not to, not to quote a Led Zeppelin album, but the song remains the same. The uh, and it remains the same, I think, nationwide and maybe even globally. Uh, I'm not as uh, keen as to what's going on uh, abroad, but nationwide we're facing uh, a hyper shortage of inventory that has been compounded by the the the, the raising of interest rates. Um, you know, over the last 14 years, we've continually uh, underbuilt to meet the demand. Uh, you know, for housing. And then now with the, you know, in the la- over the last, you know, 11 months with uh, the federal rate hikes taking, you know, rates from 3% to over 7%, uh, it's caused a lot of sellers to become what Robert Refkin, who's the fa- uh, co-founder and CEO of Compass, where I work, uh, to call rate prisoners. And, and what he means by that is, you know, you're kind of a prisoner in your own home because you don't want to sell your home and give up a 3% interest rate on your mortgage for a 7% uh, interest rate because, you know, it, it buys you less home. So what, what that means then, Candace, is fewer people are selling. There's less inventory on the market. And the homes that are in good shape are going very quickly they're selling over list price. We're seeing a hundred visitors at open houses over a, a Saturday and a Sunday, and oh, wow. uh, and those prices continue to 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 increase and sell anywhere from a hundred to two hundred thousand or more over list price. But the flip side of that is houses that are that need some brushing and combing, so to speak, you know, they're, they need some TLC, they, they've got, you know, bad flooring and uh, the garden need, needs work and the, the kitchen is out of date. Those homes are sitting on the market longer and then eventually we're seeing price reductions. And I think when we see, when, when the press sees those price reductions, they, they tend to, to go with the, you know, the sky is falling story. Um, you know, I was once told that, that uh, headlines are made to terrify, not clarify. Um, And so, you know, overall prices are not dropping, um, but, uh, you know, we're still, we're still very strong relative to where we were, you know, 
five years ago or 10 years ago or, or even longer. But uh, it's kind of a dual market, you know, with the, the, the houses that are in, in good shape and ready to go and those that, have, that need work. But, uh, yeah, the shortage in the interest rates, that's what it comes down to. So when somebody is coming to you and looking to purchase or to sell, like what kind of advice are you giving them? How are you helping them through this? So, so, with, so with buyers, here's, here's the thing with buyers. Um, with buyers, it depends on the price point, of course, but all of, the, all of the interest rate and lending thought leaders, economists are projecting that interest rates will remain where they are through 2024, maybe get to the end of the year. They might start to come down uh, mid-year and what that would look like as far as their projections is somewhere in the sixes, right? And then for 2025, the projections are back to the fives, which is a very normal interest rate. When you look at historical interest rates going back 30 or 50 years, 5% is very normalized, right? Um, so um, with those Look at keeping that in mind, there's always the prospect of refinancing, right? Many buyers, including yours truly here, have purchased homes where they bought it at a certain rate and then a, a year or two into it, they've refinanced. So, you know, if you're renting a property, the interest rate, think about it, is 100%. You know, all of your money is going out yep. to pay someone else's mortgage. And so if you can get the house that you want and you can afford the mortgage payment, because at the end of the day, what you, you're buying is a payment, uh, then buy the house today and refinance, you know, in a year or two. Um, and then the other, the other thing is that, um, you know, there's also interest rate buy downs. I won't get too much into the, you know, the details of that, because uh, I, I want to be, be careful of time here. But basically, there's ways that the uh, you can buy down your rate and you can buy down that interest rate from anywhere from 7% to like 6 or even 5% interest rates today uh, by doing, you know, uh, interest rate buy downs that many times you can work into the negotiation that the seller will give you the credit for that on. Um, and, and, and how that works is, is we'll save that for another, another story. Selling property you know, now is a great time to sell property uh, because there's such a shortage of inventory. But what I would tell sellers today is it's got to be in good shape. It's got to be photo ready. Uh, it has to look like it's, you know, it's plug and play and it's turnkey and it's move in ready. If the, if, if, if the consumer looks online and sees the photos and it looks a little shaggy, so to speak, then, you know, they're going to, they're not going to respond to it. Because if you think about the psychology behind it, if a buyer is saying, I have to buy a house, I have to pay more in interest, I'm going to get a little bit less house. And now I got to go out and then dig up the money to improve the kitchen and the bathrooms and put that on my credit card or Home Depot card or whatnot. Um, it just doesn't make sense. They want it turnkey. But again, now is the time. Now is a great time because of the shortage of inventory. And and what we like to do is price a home for what's called an event. Uh, it's a, it's a strategy called event pricing, where you price it just a little bit under fair market value, 
and you'll have a hundred people come through on the weekend, and next thing you know, you have ten offers, and they're bidding on it, and 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 uh, before long, you're receiving offers, fifty, seventy-five, and hundred thousand dollars over list price. Again, depends on the price, location, condition of the of the property, but that's very typical uh, in today's. It's kind market. of a unique market right now, isn't it? Super unique. I love that. So, do you have a lot of people moving into California? Do you help these? individuals or do you help them move out of California? How does that work for you? You know, I, we do. There are, there are quite a bit of people moving to uh, California. Um, if you think about it, California is a, is a beautiful state. Um, it's got so many different, you know, regions and, and climates and it, it, it's sprawling, right? And, um, but where I live is the greater Los Angeles area. I live in the Hollywood Hills. I work out of the Beverly Hills office. I cover all of the greater Los Angeles area. And what we have here, in, in addition to our beautiful beaches and our metropolitan base and Rodeo Drive in Beverly Hills, we have the we have the the entertainment industry. We've got motion picture and television production. We have you know music production. We have you know a big tech base. You know an area on the west uh, on the west side of L.A. at the coast called Silicon Beach, um, where you have companies like you know Facebook and Instagram and Snapchat. Snap, I should say, uh, that 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 bring a lot of people here for those industries. Um, I hear that there. Well, let me. As far as people moving in, I I moved. I've moved people in recently from New York. I've moved people from Austin, Texas. I recently moved uh, a family from Paris, France, and moved another family from London uh, to Los Angeles. Um, as far as people moving out, I I don't see it personally. I'm not like, you know, calling clients and they're saying, hey, hey Mark, we're just letting you know we're, you know, we're leaving. We're going to, you know, Texas <laughs> or yep. wherever. But I think, I think the data would show that there is a, 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 a considerable outward migration. Uh, but in my day to day, I don't, I don't really see it. Yeah. Well, I love that. I love that the markets are still good and they're very unique to what, today's what's happening today and um you're really seeing that and it's neat because you know we hear that we've had different real estate agents come on to our program through different parts of the united states and canada and i love hearing their stories because they're very unique in what's happening in their area i love stories that's that's one of the reasons i got into the entertainment business in the beginning is because I love stories and, and, and when you when you make movies and, and television shows and you represent those artists, you get to be a part of that storytelling experience. And I try to bring storytelling into my experience as a real estate agent. Uh, you know, when I post content, uh, when I'm on uh, podcasts or interviews, I, I, I like to I like to like to talk about and tell stories for sure. I mean, it makes it, it's it's one of the beautiful things about the human mm-hmm. experience, right? Our ability to, to to tell stories and retain them. I love that, and I can see why you've gone into this industry again because you know you're providing people, you're helping them find a place where they can have more memories and more stories that they can share. Absolutely, absolutely. That that's that's the thing that brings the biggest smile on my face, Candace, is, you know, when I can see and hear the joy and the delight in, um, in a client, uh, when we secure their home, when we win a 
15 or 20 way multiple offer that they didn't think that they would win. Uh, when I hear about how their children will now be able to, to, uh, you know, live in the area or go to a certain school that they always wanted to go to, um, that's what really gets me up in the morning and makes me, you know, make sure that my clients are safe and protected and represented to the best of their, you know, uh, their interests, uh, both, uh, from a familial lifestyle and, you know, financial, uh, experiences. Um, that's the beauty of what I do, I think. Well, I think that's wonderful to share. I th- thank you so much for that. Mark, mm-hmm. I want to ask you, can you share your social media with us so that they can get a hold of you? Absolutely. So on Instagram, I'm the T- Mark Hernandez, and Mark is with a C, so the Mark Hernandez. And um, I connect with a lot of people there. I also connect with a lot of people on LinkedIn. So if you just, you know, uh, go into LinkedIn and type Mark Hernandez. I, I'm, you know, in Los Angeles, I come up there. Uh, my email address at Compass is Mark Hernandez at Compass dot com, and I'm always open to connecting with people. I, I really believe that we were all put on this planet to interact and engage and to, you know, play nice in the same sandbox together. So um, <laughs> I'm too. very outward and <laughs> outward and gregarious and and want to serve and want to help. So if, if anybody wants to reach out to, to ask me anything about real estate or about entertainment or about, you know, Los Angeles in general, uh, someone contacted me today because they wanted to, um, well, let me back up. I have a newsletter. It's called The Beat from Beverly Hills, L.A. and beyond. And it, it's not your typical you know, just listed, just sold, market update newsletter that you see out there every, every, you know, day or every week. It's more of a lifestyle. So we, we cover topics from, you know, film and fashion and beauty and uh, travel and wet podcasts and food. Um, and, and because it's unique and not your typical real estate newsletter, it's gained a lot of popularity very quickly. I think we're in our 78th week or 78th episode. Uh, or issue, I should call it, and uh, we've grown it from, you know, 200, I think, on our first uh, first send to, I think, over 16,000 now. Um, again, that's it's fantastic. called The Beat, and, and again, that's a play on The Beatles, which, again, my son's name is Lennon, and... Um, <laughs> And so anyway, someone today contacted me, a Compass agent, and said, Mark, I would really appreciate a favor. My daughter is an emerging artist. She's got a show in Los Angeles. She mixes art with olfact- her, her experience in the study of the olfactory experiences, which is you know anything fragrant. And so she blends like perfume fragrances into her art somehow. So anyway, I received this email coincidentally just this morning and I, I reached back to the Compass agent. I said, absolutely. I'd love to help her, love to showcase her. So those are the kind of connections I like. Anywhere where I can help people out or, you know, help promote them as well. Uh, you know, what goes around comes around, right? So let's, let's all help each other. Thank you so much for coming on today's program, Mark. Nice. I really appreciate it. It's been a, it's been a blast to be with the divas, and uh, and and you're amazing, Candice. And I hope to uh, talk again soon. And if you ever want to do a follow up, I would love the opportunity and the honor to do that with you. And uh, you know, thanks again. I really appreciate it and had a lot of fun.
Oh, my goodness. I would love to have you back on the program. Well, thank you so much, and have a great day. And if you ever need anything, you let me know. I will definitely do that. Thank you so much, Mark, and we'll definitely have you back on. And to all of our listeners, I'm going to be posting all of Mark's information on our social media. I, I'm going to even post this amazing newsletter because I really think that we should share it with as many people as we can. Um, this has been such an inspirational call. I'm so excited. And I know that a lot of you are going to want to connect with Mark and learn from him. You know, he's got a lot of knowledge and and I think this is kind of a lot of people are looking for things like this. So thank you so much, Mark. Thank you to all of our listeners. And remember to do something kind. Until next time, everyone. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and of course, on divasthatcare.com, where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.